Hey there, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to have you riding along yet again. I, I told my wife, I was texting her at lunch today, and I said, man, if I keep up this pace, I'm going to have to start putting up two podcasts a day. <laughs> um, man, uh, this morning I sat and I recorded um, just some more stuff along the same lines of what I feel like the Lord's been saying to me, um, specifically in that Malachi passage, just really examining joining ourselves into the slain lamb reality that we are deemed presentable and every other thing that originates in our best efforts and our best attempts to be right, that we have to really hold that, we have to hold that so rightly and tenderly and maturely. Because as I had a conversation between that recording and now, you know, it can't just be thrown out there in a casual conversation without some explanation from my vantage point because I'm in no way saying, well, you you don't have to do anything. And as always, and as I always find myself saying, it seems that it always falls on one side or the other. The extreme ends to any principle that's within the scriptures. And so, you know, when I start talking about the finished work, when I start talking about walking free according to the pattern and power within living this life unto the Son and being conformed to His image and all those things, it tends to fall into the category of, yeah, that's what I mean. You don't have to do anything. Why bother? (laughs) I can't improve on what Jesus has done and what He does in me. It's all His work. It's just it's his supernatural work. Well, the, what I try to get across and try to explain, and it takes a while to do it a, appropriately, is it is that finished work reality that has prepared us to do anything that could ever be considered what, what Yeshua Jesus told us are the greater works. Like, I have been regenerated. I have been given the gift of the Holy Spirit and dwelt by him. I have been immersed into the death, born of the water, really just to prepare me and set me out on the, on the way that I should go. It's by no means the culmination and purpose solely within it. The purpose is the unto reality. It was never meant to be the destination. Being saved is not the destination. Praying in tongues, speaking, however you want to call it, you know, praying in the Spirit. That's not the culmination and end all for any man to attain to be super spiritual. My regeneration, my praying in the Spirit, even my immersion nearing two weeks ago, those were all preparatory to position me to be a kingdom man. And Emmanuel man on the earth who hears what the Father says and does it, hears what the Father says, and then I speak it. Those prerequisites met via faith in the finished work reality of Yeshua Messiah, the Son, that fulfilled these things in perfection, 
those things simply positionally make me ready to now be a representative of the kingdom, a minister of the good news, and a regenerated God-man that can take back the government of God authority on the earth back from the principalities and powers that it was surrendered unto. That right there is a mouthful, is it not? <laughs> I love it when I'm in these conversations and something actually comes out clear and somebody says, hey, can you say that again? <laughs> no. No, I can't. I don't, I, don't even know, I don't even know how that came out. It sounded good when I said it. I believe it's right. But like, it's not something I've sat and thought through and written down. So if that's in fact true, then may it stick with us. And what I wanted to get around to sharing this morning that I didn't even get to because I got so worked up about that Malachi scripture, and it ended up taking 34 minutes of my time, which I, I try to keep it at or under 30 minutes and, you know, try to break things up if necessary. I realize that nobody's going to want to sit and listen to me talk for hours, except for my wife. And I'm not sure she wants to. She just is quiet and submissive and just insanely awesome at listening to everything I'm saying with interest. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed beyond measure. But what I wanted to share was something that, that came about this morning during my prayer time. Um, it, was a, it was about 6 o'clock, which of course, my goodness, it's dark till almost 7. And so it's, it's, it's pitch black dark. Um, we have a street light at the end of our long driveway, but that's it. The moon had set. Crystal clear morning though, just beautiful. And, and like one thing I've loved doing in, in the, my recent morning times is just looking up at the stars and just praising, praising the Lord. And oh man, just like from the very beginning of when my feet hit the ground, I'm just positioning myself in worship and like adoration that I have another day with his new mercies and an opportunity to know him and to be known by him and and to share of the works of his hands in my own life and heart and family it's man it's it's a it's a blessing worth declaring and so as I was doing that this morning of course I took notice of the stars like I already said because it was so clear all of the stars and planets, constellations were just very close. I saw a meteor. You know, there's a small meteor shower um, in our vicinity um, for two or three nights. And so that was cool. But what was interesting is, is as I was walking around praying and just pacing my yard, I, I looked down and I realized um, that for the first time this year, this season, I saw... What, what we reference here as a glow worm. I don't know what they're really called. I'm sure they have some more appropriate scientific name. <laughs> but we call them a glow worm. They, in daylight, they look like a, a small black caterpillar. Um, but at night, some nights, and, and for sure in the mornings, um, one end of them glows very bright, similar to a firefly. Um, very similar in like the way it illuminates, the way it lights is very similar to that, just to give you a depiction in case you don't know 
what they are. I, I don't remember seeing them before until we moved here to Virginia. I've seen them up at our barn most seasons, um, but I hadn't seen any this year. And so this morning, uh, maybe silly or whatever, but I got it got my attention. So I squatted down, you know, to look at it, and you know, I'm just watching it move. It, it's kind of cool watching that light move along the ground. If you're a, a simpleton like me. <laughs> And so I was just looking at that glow worm as I'm as I stand back up and I'm praying. And I and I something struck me that I found very profound, and the Lord just spoke to me in it. And it's like I've said, I've, I've tried to position myself that every morning when I start my day, Lord, I want to hear something from you. I want an instruction for my day. I desire to have uh, uh, an instruction from you, my my teacher. Um, and again, I'll say the Lord has just been good and consistent and that has not been a laborious thing. It's not been hard. And I'm very thankful because I realize there will be days when it is. So it's a great season. But as I was looking at that little glowworm thing and then moments later I realized I was looking up at the stars again, something just really struck me as interesting of the distinction that I was I was just recognizing in this natural event. And what it was, was I realized, and as I'm praying, I'm like, and this is how it's just so awesome, right? Like, I'm just asking the Lord for a mind that's set on things above. A mind that's set, locked, on things not of this world. I want to live as a peculiar one. I want to live as an alien. I want to live as a set-apart Emmanuel God-man set into the purposes of the eternal God that have been laid out before me. And I want to give myself to find and unearth and to see within every circumstance I find myself in, I want to, I want to see the opportunity in it. You know, I want to see like, like Yeshua Jesus saw. People saw dead men. Jesus saw a miracle. People saw hungry bellies. Jesus saw food available. People saw water. Jesus saw wine. You know, we could go on and on, right? Well, the perspective of the Messiah. And so I was just praying for that. And, and as I'm doing that, you know, maybe it's just a distraction issue or whatever, but I look at the stars, I'm looking at the glow worm, I'm walking around, I'm asking the Lord for these things. And something just struck me that all of creation, right, declares the glory of God, and I believe it speaks to us should we be looking and giving ourselves to it. I looked at the stars, and then I looked at the glowworm. And then I looked at the stars, and then I looked at the glowworm. And something struck me is very interesting. That from my perspective, they looked the same. The light that my eyes perceived in size, they look the same. The stars and the planets that are, are, are way up in the heavens, and this little glowworm upon the ground, from my vantage point, they looked the same. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? The light that they were emitting 
from my vantage point and perspective, looked identical in size, in proportion. Okay, so like I followed that for a few minutes, asking the Lord to speak to me. Okay, well, that's, that's very interesting. And so I started praying into the reality of like the vantage point reality. Because from our limited perspective, as mere men, we see a lot of things differently than as they really are. If we see them according to the natural, if we see our brothers and sisters in Christ according to the flesh and to the natural, we see them in a certain way. Or we may not see them in ways that we should. It goes both ways. The way we view ourselves, our perspective. Is it as a spiritual man? Is it from the eternal perspective of God himself and how he sees us? How he perceives us? As we think about the way that we view our circumstances, sickness, death, hurts, misunderstandings, changes of circumstance, things we like, things we don't. Can we not say it is all, de- it is all dependent upon our perspective? It's so dependent upon our perspective, right? And so, I just want to put that into your thinking. I'm a little distracted right now. There's something uh, beside me I'm, I'm being distracted by. But I, I, I just want to stick that into your brain. Because can, can we not say that stars and planets light years away could not be much more different than a glowworm? Right? I mean, is that not true? There are a few things that would maybe be more of a difference in nature and identity than those two things. Yet from my perspective, they seem the same. And so often I just want to say, like, may we not lean on our own perspective, our own understanding and say, like, hey, how foolish of me to say that, I don't know, Venus and a glowworm must be the same because they look the same to me. From my perspective, hey, they're the same. Well, that's foolishness. And friends, when we lean on our own understanding and things that, quote, make sense, it's foolish. It's just silly. We should not lean upon our own understanding nor our own perspective because we must be dependent upon the Spirit's confirmation of what is and what is not. We must be dependent upon the perspective that is not our own and and can only be via the Spirit and via God Himself teaching us what He sees so that we can be like Yeshua Jesus who does what we say, what we hear, and we do what we see. So it's, it is 
absolutely of utmost importance that we do in fact see and hear from the eternal heavenly perspective of our heavenly position in Him. Why are we seated now in heavenly places? So that we can operate from that place in the here and now. On earth as it is in heaven, right? So may we not live according to what we see, what we perceive, because it might not be at all what it looks like, friends. It might not be at all what it looks like. It might be the difference between, I don't know, Mars and a glow worm. (laughs) So may we just reckon that and realize we have limited perspective and only by the Spirit of God illuminating a matter and, and God Himself giving us understanding on anything to see it properly, do we have any chance of rightly seeing, rightly assessing, and rightly responding to what we see. Amen.